Welcome back to Blumen High School Podcast. My name is Ethan. And my name is Jen. This week is week A. And this week is also book week. We, I'm pretty sure the theme is curious creatures and wonderful minds. <laughs> Next up though, we have the staff room interviewing Miss Hall. Hello, this is the staff room. I'm Liliana with Ella and Miss Hall. How are you today, Miss? Awesome. Thank That's you great. for having me here. It's Thank a pleasure. you for coming. Um, why did you become a teacher? Why did I become a teacher? Well, to be honest, I became a teacher for some of the wrong reasons, some mm. of the right reasons. So I had a previous career, um, which was a great, fun career to have in my 20s. And then I sort of got to my 30s and went, no, I want to do something that's a little bit more meaningful, where mm. I can give something back, where I can make a difference to other people. Yeah. Um, and so that got me thinking about teaching. Um, mm. I already had a three-year uni degree. So I only needed to do one more year at uni to be qualified as a teacher. Um, so that seemed like a really good pathway into something that could help me make a difference um, and connect with people. Um, yeah. And I guess I came from a kind of a long line of teachers as well. So it was sort of in my blood. The wrong reasons were <laughs> because I wanted to leave the city. I lived in Sydney. Mm -hmm. I wanted to leave the city um, and live in the country, but I wanted to earn a half-decent wage. Um, yeah. And I wanted more holidays as I'd only <laughs> ever had four weeks holiday a year. Oh. Little did I know that as a teacher and especially a beginning teacher, you actually spend all of your holidays doing schoolwork anyhow. So <laughs> that was a bit of a joke. But, yeah, that's why I became a teacher. Yeah. Why did you decide to come to Wollumbin? Well, actually Wollumbin chose me. Ooh. So I got a job straight out of uni um, on a special graduate program mm -hmm. um, and I just got placed at Wollumbin. So yeah. um, I meant to stay here for three years but after I'd heard about 20 different teachers arrive here and say within about a week of being here, this is mm. the best school I've ever worked at, I yeah. thought, why would I leave? Yeah. Why would I leave the best school that all of these other experienced yeah. teachers have ever worked at to go somewhere else? Mm. So 18 years later... I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> um, what subjects do you teach and why did you choose them? Um, I'm an English drama teacher. Mm -hmm. Why did I <laughs> choose them? Because that was what my original degree was. I studied oh. English and drama straight out of, out of school. Yeah. Um, and then when I came to being a teacher, um, to enable me to just study for one more year, I had to do English and drama. Um, mm -hmm. Also, having said that, they were the things that I was good at. And they were the things that I was passionate about. So it didn't make any sense me going off and learning something like science and maths, which I would really struggle with. Um, I'm not a science brain or a maths brain and we have plenty of fabulous maths and science brains here. Um, so it made sense to do what I was passionate about. So how long have you been teaching in the library? Um, I've been in the library for three years, I think. Yes, because I filled in a little bit for yeah. the previous um, teacher librarian over the couple of years before she retired yep. um, and I had to do an extra uni degree <clears throat> to get the job permanently. Mm -hmm. um, and so as soon as I'd finished that, I was moved into the library as a permanent position and I think that was three years ago. It might have been two. Why, did, why did you decide to start t teaching in the library? Why did I decide to teach from the library? Um, again, it, I was kind of nudged in that direction because one of my vocal cords died. Oh. Um, and if you know anything about the way vocal cords work, you actually need two of them to make a sound. So it's a bit of a yeah. miracle that I have a voice. 
Um, but it meant that I just couldn't sustain being in the classroom um, for five periods a day. Mm, yeah. uh, my voice just didn't cope with that. Um, I had always sort of intended to end up in a library. Um, my mm -hmm. mother was a teacher librarian and a kid's book author and I'm an avid reader of young adults' fiction um, and always have. I never grew out of reading <laughs> young yeah. adults' books. Yeah. So it seemed a really natural fit for me um, when I realised that I, my, my teaching days were coming to an end, like my full-time English drama in the classroom days were coming to an end. Um, I had to put on my thinking cap and... Um, that was seemed like a natural fit. And I'm passionate about books and reading and being an English teacher about literacy and, um, it, yeah, it was a no-brainer. Really. Yeah. Yeah. So what are some of the achievements um, related to your teaching career that you've achieved? Whoa. That's that, a yeah, huge I question. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> achievements for me are getting, getting students through, um, whether it was to the end of year 10 or year 12, um, who possibly didn't connect really well with school. Yeah. Um, yes, I love getting great marks. I love getting band sixes in year 12. It's like, yeah, look at me. I've got some awesome <laughs> students and I'm a great teacher. But for yeah. me, the real successes are getting students um, who are a little bit disengaged with school through. Um, that's, that's a huge success. Um, but there's a lot, when I look around this school, there's a lot that um, I've instigated in the 18 years um, that I've been here, like those herb gardens um, yeah. outside yeah. Um, the cooking rooms, um, like the graffiti down on the courts. Like there's lots of physical um, bits and pieces that make me think, yeah, I sort of instigated that and mm. I worked with students to build that. Um, I've had so many what I call individual personal successes yeah. Um, but that's my greatest achievement is, is getting students through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been The Staff Room with Lily, Ella and Miss Hall. Thank you, Staff Room team, for the interview and thank you, Miss Hall, for joining us. And next up, we have Words of Wisdom with a quote by Frederick Nietzsche. It is also in the book Asylum for Wayward Victorian Girls. I would highly recommend. This is Words of Wisdom with Emily, Melody and Julia. And today we're discussing the quote, You, he said, are a terribly real thing in a terribly false world. And that, I believe, is why you are in so much pain. Said by Frederick Nietzsche. Now, Frederick Nietzsche was born in 1884 and he died in the 1900s. And Nietzsche's philosophy contemplates the meaning of values and their significance to human existence. Given that no absolute values exist, in Nietzsche's worldview, the evolution of values on Earth must be measured by some other means. This was in a book? Yes, written by Emily Autumn, and it's called The Asylum for Wayward Victorian Girls. And it's about two young women, both living centuries apart, both accused of madness, communicate through time to fight the common enemy, who's their doctors. Now, this book wasn't written in the 1800s. This was no. written in the 2000s, but... This author, um, Emily Autumn, has taken this quote and put it into her book with her context. Yeah, and I think the context is fairly suiting considering usually people are called, you know, insane and crazy. They're sent to the asylum, but really maybe they might be real. And it says that you are a terribly real person in a terribly false world. It suggests that these insane, so-called insane people live in... I also think that False gives world. the context of that, that may sh maybe she's not the strange one. Maybe she's actually the normal one and everyone else just goes on with society. What about you, Emily? I think that um, 
you are a terribly real thing. I think it means living in a false world. I think it means that you you may not like fit into society, but that doesn't mean you're mad. Yeah, or insane. Yeah. Anyway, think about it. What does this quote mean to you? Thank you, girls, for that amazing quote. And to finish us off this week, Jen and Sam will be doing a cover of Blackbird by the Beatles. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Blackbirds See you.